Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Monty Tail, Chris Birdman Anderson, Joey Devine, Steve Shulman, Gabe Bruitt, and John Keane. Azalea, George Glass, he's from Canada, special guest Julian Rodriguez, Patreons William McAkron, thank you William, Matt Hawmaker, thank you Matt, Peter Linham, thank you Peter, musical guest, Vivian Jones, and now the temporary host of Rumble Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Roundball Rock podcast, and I just want to say right off the bat, look, the sound's going to be a little worse this episode because uh, there's something wrong with uh, my computer. Uh, no, just kidding. Call Recorder doesn't record with Skype now, so it's going to sound worse because we're recording directly from Skype, but that's boring. Who cares? I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was at a uh, weird confirmation ceremony tonight. Oh, did your uh, did the person being confirmed choose a, a, sa- a new saint's name? Didn't they, isn't that like uh, yeah she went she went my cousin went with Madeline hmm. um, I, I went with Basil when I did it you were because it was I the was, funniest it was the funniest possible Basil's thing very funny time. yeah yeah that's like when I um in my sixth grade Spanish class there were too many wands in the class mm-hmm. so I I chose Pasquale I thought that oh, was good. The, um it was it was weird because i maybe have not been to church in like long enough or maybe berkeley church is different but i was like off on all the responses no they changed it 
Yeah. So so Pete, what peace be with you for my entire life. The answer is what, Joey? And also with you. Yeah, and it was now it's and also with your spirit. Yeah, that's, that's is that from the Pope or is that like a Berkeley know, yeah. hippie thing? Because they were also talking about like some oil from a prism. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, this Berkeley church also had like real serious high school theater set design mm-hmm. where they kind of made it look like the altar had just come up from a rock. And like there was like a fake rock behind Jesus, too. But I knew from my own high school theater days, I'm like. I know how you make a fake rock. It's not that hard. Why did you guys do like why why should Jesus have a rock behind him? Like that's not part of the story at all. Um and they had a guitar guy who looked like a street musician because mm-hmm. he had like he had a ponytail and he had like kind of like a shitty personal amp. Um, but he was riffing a little too hard with the Alleluias. Mm. Because how, like how so? Okay, so Alleluia, mm-hmm. four syllables. Sure. And he, like, did a song, and of course it's like a Catholic church, so none of the songs rhyme, and mm-hmm. it's like any number of syllables can be in any line. And so he he sings, like, an Alleluia, and he does it with, like, six syllables, and he's like, Alleluia, and then, like, points to the crowd, like, your turn to go. And so the next time we're like ready to ready to do it with him and he like stretches it out like he's Mariah Carey and is like ha ha hallelujah and we're like come on man um and then the priest gave a speech that honestly sounded like he was uh confessing to coming out of the closet cool cuz cool. he was like I I was not following the Lord's path and uh <laughs> I really thought I would find my peace with a woman just didn't find that didn't happen didn't find the right woman and then like sort of like as an aside uh revealed that he joined the priesthood after his company had put him through like a full MBA program <laughs> it was just like your your work had to be so pissed like you finished <laughs> you finished an MBA that your company paid for and then you're like ah I'm going to be a priest and I just wonder if there was some moment where like someone in the company is like you can just be gay man like like just <laughs> use your MBA and keep working here man like no one we don't get you know it's you're not that old dude that's fine um, that person anyway. laughing you're hearing in the background oh, yeah, is sorry. our friend, <laughs> uh, Julian Rodriguez. You might know him as at Juice Manji on Twitter. Julian is, uh, one of, uh, one of America's only good Laker fans. And it's true. Of course, a pre-workout expert. Yep. Um, <laughs> Julian, yep. how are you tonight? I'm doing well. Do you have any extended riffs on the Catholic Church you want to go on right now? None. Okay, that's I fair. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about at all. I have like no frame of reference. Well, you see, uh, the body is the bread and the blood is the wine. And I went to 12 years of Catholic school. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I know what I. I just like he started talking about the Holy Spirit, and I'm like, I never had a handle on what that was supposed. to uh, when I was in high school, I went to a pretty liberal Catholic school in the Bay Area in high, Jason, for high school. Catholic school. 
No, no. Oh, no, I did no. Not. No, it was. Uh, oh, that's right. You went Brian to, Shaw's uh, Catholic Brian school. Brian Shaw's. All right. Um, but and that's how you know so much about millennials. But they were like so quote unquote. <laughs> they, Shaw, sorry. No, that was Brian Shaw. That was uh, Shaw. That was Shaw. That was Shaw. Yeah. Uh, but they were so quote unquote hip. Uh, the music director wouldn't do like when they'd make us do church, they wouldn't do like typical church songs. Oh, and shit. every fucking song the guy would play on his acoustic guitar. And he didn't have a ponytail, but he was like a metaphorical ponytail, if that <laughs> oh, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. No, some guys like have BPE, pony- you know yeah. what I mean? Like big ponytail energy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can be bald and have BPE. And uh, every every mass, the song, the big closing song he would do with his weird Catholic choir was... Uh, 526 what's the rent song about minutes Sean 526 525,600 minutes that so I weirdly always in my mind think that's a church song when I hear it um you you talk the the ponytail energy thing Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is random, but I'll, I guess I'll take my turn. But it reminded me of this guy in college when I was um, just like a junior uh, at USF. And there's this guy who was like 30 who I would like sometimes have classes with. His name was DJ. And he had a huge – he was a white guy with like a – he had like a flat top, like a military-looking haircut. But in the back, he had a fucking very thin, like like maybe a quarter-inch – thin rat tail that was mm-hmm. braided that went into his t-shirt right <laughs> and like down it like tuck it into his t-shirt why like, would he tuck it into his t-shirt? i don't know i don't know, I don't know. But, but so like, it was like did. a secret rat tail <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah like, like it was it was incredible and he, i remember like the day that i noticed and i was like what the fuck it was already weird because this guy's like 30 mm-hmm. um you know but good for him but anyway, is one he day, a member of the Navi tribe, and he's like, uh, uh, with he's like, he doesn't want people to bat. see his dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so he, all right. So, like, long story short, I, this was like, I encountered him in one class, didn't see him for like another semester or two, and then, um, I had I had him in a class again, and like, he had got he cut the rat tail, and I was like devastated. I was like, oh no, this is it. DJ's not real anymore. Bad happened and to him. Something bad happened to him. Like sat down next to me that day and um, completely dashed all my concerns very quickly when he leaned over and he goes and and just he he says to me, "You ever heard of Kimbo Slice?" DJ is introducing me to Kimbo Slice. This is because this is like when I was a junior or senior in college at this point. So that's like 2007. He's like, and I'm like, no. And he fucking pulls out his laptop in the back of class and starts pulling up Kimbo Slice videos and showing them to me. And I was like, all right, this the rat tail energy. Well, speaking of rat energy, uh, we had you on for a specific reason, Julian, and we'll get to that. But first, we're going to do a little bit of business. At Round Rock Pod on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com is our email. Our calls on the phone at the number in the description of the episode. 
Uh, T-shirts, T-Public. We also have a link to our T-Public store in the description of the episode. Patreon.com slash RoundRockPod. Bonus episodes. Uh, a sweet chat. Buttons. T-shirts. We got all kinds of crazy stuff you can get through uh, Roundball. What through our Patreon. And Sean, have I forgotten anything? Oh, five-star reviews on yeah, iTunes. Only, only five only. stars. Um, Except if you're Michael Rappaport, sometimes <laughs> using a bird or sometimes a one-star review uh-huh. will yeah. come through. But only because he was so good on season five of Justified. Um, but yeah, we've got a big news story this week. Let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball News. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right. Julian. Yes. You are uh, an active member of Lakers Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Something wild happened on Lakers Twitter this week that I still don't even fully understand. Sean, do you have an understanding of what happened on Lakers Twitter? I, I would say partially like i understand i feel like i understand the main part really well yeah we're basically the weirder part i'm like well also okay i think i understand the main part factually but not motivationally and then the other part i'm confused about basically what we're gonna do here is a pro union version of reply alls yes yes no (laughs) right 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 like and uh and we're actually talking uh to a person of color which is Uh something that uh is a little difficult for our (laughs) reply all so i'm a i'm a i'm a maybe i think i'm I'm I'm, not a yes i am also at a maybe Julian, please start walking us through from the beginning what happened on Lakers Twitter this week. Okay, so I believe it all started this guy who I'm a mutual on Twitter with, this guy named Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll protect. We, we'll not. Let's not give handles and protect the innocent here. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, he uh, um does a podcast so basically what he, he has a podcast that i've never listened to mm-hmm. um but he i guess his his co-host went missing mm-hmm. so he, him being from my interactions with him he's like really well he's like a 21 year old dude like he so he's like fucking stupid like many like we all were you know, mm-hmm. but anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. But super well intentioned is is what I would say. Like he does. A, I I like I went through periods muting him because he just do really cringy like, uh, fucking like just anytime, like just any kind of anything political or like social messages. It's like really like fucking damn shit. And then I unmuted him. And then when by the time I unmuted him, he was like a Bernie bro. But um, <laughs> which is kind of but uh, you know that's a, he's a, he's a young young guy. But anyway, he records a podcast with this lady who went missing, and he like started a search party for her. Mm-hmm. And I saw a tweet on there, and he said, um, and this is when I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because he posted the picture. I'd never heard of this account, this mm-hmm. this person, Vivian. You know, 
Vivian, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Butterfly 464 or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that account no longer exists, yeah, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that account is is not, like, on any corner of Lakers Twitter that I am on. And I follow But O'Shea Jackson podcast. is on that corner. Yes, um, that's should be I, mentioned. I, yeah. Right. That's not as a fucking awful corner of, of Lakers <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> um it, it yeah, it's bad. Um so I had never I literally the first somebody maybe that just interacts with him. I didn't realize <laughs> the person that he does a podcast with, you know, I like just some random Laker fan who you know on Twitter or whatever and they went missing. So he's like on the like but when he, he tweeted out like you know, like a like a bullet point of like where her whereabouts and information or whatever when and well like while he's actually doing a real search party with people. Yeah, um, and he, he made a big point about how it had to be a real search party because he was willing to drive from the valley to West Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But that's later, Sean. You're oh, getting sorry, ahead. sorry, sorry. You're getting okay. ahead of the story. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. But the part the part that got me was he posted the picture of her, which is like, all right, whatever. And then he posted that she drives a 2020 Bentley. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> that was she a weird a 2020 element of Bentley. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> Has a Twitter and podcast. Like, well, nobody listens to. Well, Joe Budden, but other than that, Joe yeah. <laughs> like I was like, what? Wait, who is this person? <laughs> what? Like, what? So, so well, you know what it is? Is anybody who has enough money to have a 2020 Bentley and gets lo- like goes missing doesn't need like. A 21-year-old uh, UC like or uh, Cal State University Northridge student to lead the search party. Like they're already looking for you. Okay, so then what happens? So this woman is missing. She's missing. All right. I just so, thought. Now, wait, I want to skip ahead for those of you that don't know. They find this woman. It's okay to make jokes about it. Keep yes. going. Yeah. So. Now, I the timeline. So now I think when this is happening, mm-hmm. the guy, the other guy in Lakers, Kingsborough, who I don't, who I also follow, Kingsborough, yeah, 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 but not because of his Lakers. He's like a Pan Africanist. Yeah, and he like, <laughs> and he's like, and he's like a biochemist at like you see where he's like studying biochemistry. So like he he just has like he'll have like all these like tweets about like fucking africom and shit mm-hmm. and, and pan-africanism and then like just talking about pick and roll defense like just peppered in there about like and he's just a, he's a weird follow but anyway he i guess was like in a relationship with this person who went missing <laughs> with vivian with yeah. vivian yeah oh so yeah. is he tweeting about that while she's missing he's i've never seen him tweet about that can like, i can i quickly no. read you uh his twitter bio sure. yes uh, Pan-Africanist, scientific socialism is the answer, communism is good, biochemist and biomedical student, Igbo, AAPRP, free the land. Yeah, he's cool. I mean, that's yeah. pretty tight bio, I yeah. gotta say. <laughs> so he, like, what happened was, I think he, no, he wasn't tweeting about it, but he, I think the relationship had ended, like, he had already, like, suspected that this person, like, so he was already 
done with that, and he just had. Spoiler alert, listeners! This person, Vivian, who is missing, turns out not to be a real person. All right, let's yeah. keep... in case you were worried. So, yeah. <laughs> so 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 I th- missing persons thing. I think that's what prompted him to like go public with his. But cat- he like went his... on a clubhouse. Right. That talking Kevin Durant joined. And Kevin Durant <laughs> came in there and is like. It, it, this, it's crazy that the part that where like Kevin Durant is involved got overshadowed in the yeah. story, like because yeah. the rest of it is so crazy. Well, and I feel like it's because this is just the future we live in now, where Kevin Durant will be involved in all online discussions. Yeah, yeah like, like an alert came up. He got a page yeah. or something. Like the alarm went off, and and uh, Rich Kleiman woke him up and was like, "You gotta go on Clubhouse, KD. Yeah. <laughs> You're never gonna believe what happened with Kingsbra." And I just, I just imagine KD like snaps awake instantly and just goes, "For real?" Yeah, yeah. There's so. I just feel like. We're now in a world where Katie has so embraced his onlineism that, like, he's going to be the first person to roast Bean Dad. Like, the <laughs> next Bean Dad. Every time, you know? He's the, he's the discourse knight. He's going to be the one retweeting, this dress is gold, bruh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Kevin Durant is in there and, like, and then it got a lot of steam because we were like, oh, Kevin Durant is roasting Kingsbra on, like, a Twitter yeah. space. <laughs> so that's where it kind of, like – Well, no, because it's – okay, here's what I read on – the LA Times wrote an article about this, everyone. Apparently it went to – it was on Clubhouse, and then they moved to Twitter spaces for some yes. reason. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I didn't know – had a big user base. So Kingsbra, I guess, decided to get roasted by KD on two apps in an hour. Platforms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking funny. But, uh, well, the, the, I, I think it, it's remarkable. I don't think I've seen that before where someone, like, outed themselves being catfished, like, mm-hmm. publicly like that. Well, right. I guess I've never seen an active catfish also have a right. search party out for them either <laughs> that's a pretty oh so, yeah anyway. in the clubhouse kingsborough reveals he was in a month-long relationship with this woman and right. she would never go on facetime and kevin durant roasted her and that's yes. when everyone decides to start investigating this woman's twitter right yes and every and then it, oh we should mention time. wait before that or while that was happening Josh tweeted don't worry they found Vivian she's safe and sound yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> I I got I got word from her family yeah yeah <laughs> which it was her family who like told him I well guess. we'll get to that yeah. because right. what happens from here is everyone begins roasting Josh for being the suspected cat, for being Vivian. Right. They, mm-hmm. think that, yes. Yes, they think that Josh is in a relationship secretly with Kingsborough. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> and, and I kind of get it because it, it, it was his podcast co-host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then, like, it gets too crazy because you're like, wait, so you recorded a podcast? Like you did two voices, like fucking like Norbit. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I will say, having listened to parts of the podcast, is he will make a joke 
and then there's like a pause too long and then she'll start talking um so like it was edited badly no like he then switched voice <laughs> oh 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 yes yes uh, but there's not there's nothing to like <laughs> The other thing is, like, what is the upside of doing that for him? That's like, a lot of work. Yeah, for, for like, it just doesn't feel like it's that much gain, and it's so weird. So He's everyone... Just get, find a loser who will actually record a podcast with you. <laughs> All right. And, so... I mean, he has he has a fair amount of followers, but not, like, a crazy amount of followers. Sure. Yeah, he's, like, not a bad... Uh, follow like yeah 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 exactly Sean you know what I think we should do for next week's Patreon okay you and I will each record separately a five minute podcast where we do two voices okay <laughs> mine's gonna be like me interviewing Adam Duritz oh that that's like... fine I don't know what mine's gonna be but it'll be look it's you talking to Pat Riley that's your, <laughs> that's your breakout character from Round Ball Rock now. Uh, but, okay, so then while all this is happening, everyone is investigating Vivian's photos, right, Julian? Yes, and the the photoshops are I, – I'm, I'm actually – I was really ashamed of, of – that even though I'd never seen this account before, that, like, people didn't – like, the pictures are, so comic, the pictures are so comically bad, like, mm-hmm. the, the photoshops. Like, they look like the ones that, like, I do on my phone. Right, so they're really, they're really bad. They look uh, like the Cherizone. Yes, they. Julian's, exactly Julian's what they look like. account, the Cherizone. Everyone yeah, follow look, his all the Cherizone. <laughs> they look like they look like Stan Cherizone. Um, <laughs> uh, and like, I, I wish I had seen, I had seen like her basketball tweets. Mhm, mhm. But yeah. it, like, because that one clip someone played of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they pitch down the voice, and it sounds like it's like a like, man. Uh, sounds like, like it's a man, ma- like a man in the Philippines or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, in fact, you know what it reminded me of? There is a Filipino comedian whose like main hook is that he does a girl voice really well. Mm-hmm. And the last time I was on a show with him, he like went on a phone sex line and tried to catfish people live. And I was like, wow, that is similar right now. <laughs> But that's like that's what it sounded like. But at this point, the the yeah the Vivian account is gone. Didn't the, then she went live? Okay, well no, we've got to go. Okay, because we have okay, to in, we have to introduce another character here, which is uh, Josh's friend. Oh, oh fuck! Oh yeah, <laughs> Waleed, Yes. So yeah. Meanwhile, Josh has gone quiet on Twitter while all of this is happening, right? Yeah, he's like, he's not like as someone who from the beginning didn't think he was all, both people. Mm-hmm. He was not doing a good job of behaving like someone who didn't. Right, because he essentially just went dark. Now I will like, say it is possible that he just like put his phone down for a couple hours. You know what I mean? Like, he'd been tweeting about the search and how exhausted he was from leading a one-man search party. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it was suspiciously very quiet. And also, he had a he had a response that, out of context, looked really crazy. Mm-hmm. 
to uh, uh, to Lakers film room. I forget uh-huh. what his response was. But. He was just like it was just like him him basically saying like I'm really tired from searching all day. It was like a picture of somebody being sweaty. But I think Lakers film room deleted the tweet and then it looked very suspicious where it was yeah. like that's me all day <laughs> or something like that. So. But luckily, Josh's best friend in the world, yes, Wally, by both. Mm-hmm. is uh, defending him <laughs> with a vigor I've never seen anyone. It's it, in fact, speaking of Bean Dad, it was reminiscent of Ken Jennings defending Bean Dad. <laughs> well, it also, I would say it reminded me the most of um, Scout with Brian's burner account. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like caping for Scout with Brian. Yeah. Now it should be noted that Walid, uh, I believe his account, he is real. We will get to that. But then people start to think Walid is fake because his Twitter bio reads like it would be fake. Yes, and he's just <laughs> jumping in to defend his actual real life best yeah. friend, Josh. But- but, but like, his 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 Twitter bio is like wall. model. Yeah, it has model in it. Um. <laughs> the picture is ridiculous. It's like the picture is like a stock picture. It looks like a st- it looks like a Bollywood stock picture. Well, yeah. and Walid Walid is very ha- we we later learn that Walid is very handsome and has long hair, but he also has like a very crazy and pronounced lisp. It's the most bizarre picture like to have the person to have the person defending your honor about like you, no he, this person wouldn't do this this is a everything here is is real like it's the weirdest possible picture you could have like so if you saw friend, this person on like your, Tinder you'd be like it, yeah, yeah. Yes, it looks like somebody who's gonna try to steal your money somehow like yeah and then here's the the worst part this is like where um uh karma or whatever the universe really fucked josh and walid here because (laughs) walid has beautiful long flowing hair Mm -hmm. just like vivian's oh god and people began photoshopping Vivian's face onto Walid's head, and they were like, "Look, this is who it was. He's cat. This is still Josh catfishing. This is just an alt catfish account." So then, this is going on for hours. Yes. Great. This is the craziest part. Josh and Walid decide to go live to defend themselves at 1:45 a.m. <laughs> I wa- now I will say I watched this live. I caught so this I. story a little late, but I jumped in with both feet and I started watching this. And I also had not caught up enough to know who Walid was, and I was like blown away that I was like these two guys are. <laughs> so they're going. They're going live on Twitter at 1.45 a.m. trying to explain their side of the story. Yes. <laughs> and my uh-huh. favorite, Waleed gives my favorite line of this entire thing, where at the end, right, he gets cut off mid-sentence, where he's like, I just want everybody to know, Josh wasn't clout chasing. 
O'Shea Jackson. He wasn't trying to get O'Shea Jackson to retweet, and then it cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, this is the most like this is the most unseen I've ever seen. <laughs> but what I will say is it worked because I watched the live and I was like, oh, these guys are just dumb. They just. And oh I want to be clear, Josh and Walid, if you're listening, I don't mean dumb. Like, it could have happened to me. I'm also dumb. Um, but what I will say is uh, I still don't quite understand how you podcast with someone who's – he explains it, and he has, like, screenshots and stuff that are, like, she refuses to go on video – and also, I don't think it's a woman's voice on the podcast. Something is up. They're using a vo- a Paladin-style, a Lakers-Paladin-style voice changer on the I up. mean, he is someone that calls in and insists on that. We've, we've used some voice effects for something else, but that is someone who respects his own privacy. And we respect his privacy. But yeah, like, like robotic almost. Yeah. Um... Okay, so then what happens, Julian? Everyone goes to bed for like four right. hours. <laughs> so I, if I remember correctly, the next morning is when Vivian went live. Vivian, this is before she went, yeah, to DV, she deactivated. Well, oh, actually, go- what we should say is before she goes live, she loses her job at Lakers Fanatics. Wait, what? I missed this. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah. I think it's Laker Fanatics. Uh, oh, the website. <laughs> the the Twit. No, but it's the Twit. Yeah, yeah. Laker Fanatics. Hold on. Uh, is it Laker Fanatics? Yeah. La- Laker Fanatics. She was the social media manager of Laker Fanatics, and she loses her job. <laughs> they they announced that they they've cut ties with Vivian, and then Vivian goes live. <laughs> holding up a misspelled. Also very clearly a different woman than that's been in all of the pictures. Yeah, it doesn't, right. Um, Yeah, she holds up a sign where her name is misspelled. I gotta say, I'm impressed at being able to produce a similar looking woman. Yeah. On short notice. Mm -hmm. Um, But the part that, oh, and then around this, like by like reading replies to stuff, that apparently that Twitter account has been a, has been like online since like 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it did was just start tweeting about basketball forms. until 2018 or the right, late. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like doing just regular catfish shit, and then yeah. it became a Lakers account. A Lakers specific catfish. Yeah. Yes. Um. So that this like that's when I was like, all right, the, the, Josh is this is not Josh. Right. Like, cause, like, shit, I followed him. I mean, he's like, he's like 21 or 22. And I, and with that in mind, I followed him for like, since he was, I guess, like a teenager, mm-hmm. uh, probably. So, like, yeah, I don't think he was running some long con. I think he's just some dumb, just a dumb college kid. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what the point of a long, of this long con would be. I don't know what the point is for the person actually doing <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what were you gonna what was what, what was the end game you're gonna like uh you're gonna be unlocked on lakers like what's the end game like what's the is that that's the absolute highest point you could reach with this catfish 
Well, it's it's also just you could be you could be you could catfish catfish your way into being Anthony Irwin. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she maybe her long con was to eventually uh, uh, drive a wedge in the relationship between the Kamensky brothers. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> trying to meet Flea one day. <laughs> um. So Vivian's disappeared. And now where are we? That is that it? Did we get it all? No, we? Well, we. This is the this is the part that's like again kind of hilarious to me. He did. Josh did a like. He said, "All right, the last time, the last thing I'm going to address about this, I'm going to go on a clubhouse thing." Mm-hmm. Um, he did a clubhouse thing, like interview basically. Mm-hmm. And the Twitter account that he linked to that was like hosting it or whatever is like a. Another thing I'd never heard of before all this is there's like a Laker fan clubhouse account. Okay. Twitter account. So I didn't even know that's a thing you do on club, like people watch games together on clubhouse. But anyway, um, he did an interview with them and they haven't post they, they like posted this morning. They're going to do the audio and video or whatever and share it. And they still haven't done it. It's like, motherfucker, nobody's going to care about this in two days. You better get that out. <laughs> And like I tweeted, yeah. I tweeted, I tweeted at the account like, "Hey," and they were like, did like a cryptic tweet. It's like, no, bitch, I don't care that much. I'm just trying to schedule my day. I'm gonna, I want to talk with Joey and Sean about this. Like, it's not, I'm not like, it's not that serious. I just wanted like, I'm, I'm trying to just, I'm 36, dude. I'm just trying to make a schedule from like yeah. fucking day. <laughs> like, I was so mad that they quote tweeted me. <laughs> It's so upsetting. So I don't know. I'm sure it's just going to be like Josh talking about Waleed or whatever, but I still wanted to hear it. Now, do um, people, where is Lakers Twitter at now? Do people still think Josh is the catfish? No, I don't think, I don't think people do, but I also think it will probably make jokes about it for a long time. Yeah. Um, right. For like the rest of his life, probably. Yeah. He waited too long. Like, yeah, he's like, that's, he, it's like, dude, that, that's going to be the reality. Like, it's going to stick. That's it, dude. You gotta um, hop in that clubhouse and take your licks from KD. Do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Josh didn't face KD, and that's gonna come back to harm. I mean, he could have. He could have cleared it. Now, do you think Josh could hop in a clubhouse and let Rappaport attack him? Would that like cre- create factions within? So, Sean, do you now understand Vivian, the Vivian saga? I mean. I do, but I still feel like I'm fundamentally confused on, like, Why? where this came from. <laughs> because it's so hard. Like, it yeah, seems no, like so no much way. work, and I don't, I just don't see what the goal is. Because it's, no it's not popular enough to monetize at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, I get... In fact, what's funny is we had joked about doing this. Like, that that would be an incredible... You could immediately get 10,000 followers by just picking a picture of an attractive woman and then tweeting about that. And then making, like, mundane mundane basketball observations. Just because, like, because so much of... And again, and again, I'm, I'm I'm not saying I'm above this or anything myself, but especially if I was, like, 23, I would have, like... Hell yeah, Michaela, the Phoenix Suns expert. <laughs> like, I'll give her a 
follow? <laughs> so, yeah, that's the question I want to ask next. Julian, you're on basketball Twitter a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, which fan base, if you had to pick a fan base, who is the most vulnerable to being catfished next? Hmm. I'm trying to think of like. I'll tell you who it's not. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Celtics Twitter. I'm pretty sure they would immediately run a catfish out of town. Um. Yeah, like I, I, I Riff's man. Uh, Steve Merkel, like the catfish wouldn't be able to handle that. You know what I mean? It'd be too right. it'd be too weird. Her <laughs> yeah. brain would be broken. I think Rockets Twitter probably, mm-hmm. because like the like do the same kind of like attractive woman Abby, and then just tweet like about officiating audits and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, you could... like just you just be bitching all the time about like. The thing is, like, Rockets, Rockets grievance culture. Well, and, like, official official Houston journalists are also incredibly defensive. Mm-hmm. So you could actually be pretty extreme and still be, like, below the official level of, like, paranoia and defensiveness. And, like, well, actually, everybody bangs on garbage cans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think I think Rockets, actually, in a landslide. I don't I, think... Uh, I don't think jazz is fertile enough. Uh, no, but I jazz. I think jazz there's Twitter. someone uh, geographically near jazz Twitter that I think is a little vulnerable, and I want to warn them because I like these people. You think? But nuggets, uh, nuggets, nuggets Twitter to me, I could see easily being duped by some like uh some somebody who's hot just like talking about Jokic all day. You know, yeah, and not even saying anything good, just like good morning to Jokic only or whatever. A hundred, a hundred retweets. <laughs> it's like a picture of a wine bottle and a, a drawing that doesn't make any sense, and it's just like love for Will Barton. Yeah, and then the neck is like Michael Porter Jr.'s ability to get foul calls, yeah. and you're like, I don't understand this, but. Um, what do you think? tweet is it is it is it um the thing that makes a fan base more susceptible uh to catfishing a matter of like whatever whatever thing whatever the strongest catnip is like for that fan base or is it uh, like fans that just don't know how to be on don't know I, understand I, the internet i think it's a combination of being really excited about your team in a positive way and being kind of new at the internet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it has to be a fan base that would legitimately give, like, hundreds, if not thousands of replies uh, in support of a search party for someone who drove a 2020 Bentley. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, like it's got to be enough, like, just pure love. And, like, Celtic Twitter is too cynical. Um, Warriors Twitter is, like too just like weird and sociopathic (laughs) (laughs) warriors twitter is very weird and angry and like sometimes very silly but also sometimes like whoa like this is someone who does not even seem to be in america who has 
extremely angry opinions about Steve Kerr's <laughs> rotation. This professional poker player still uh, with a Don Nelson avatar still really fucking hates this team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they had to care enough. And I even think like a lot of teams that are good, like I don't I do not feel like Miami Heat fans like live and die in the same way. But also mm. there's just so many people on Twitter who like the Lakers it ends up being by default like a community just because I think like Laker fans are just generally pretty happy too. Yeah, it's spotlights yeah, it's over streetlights. Yeah, like you're not you're not you're not really very tortured. No. And also just like I kind of feel like the team in general has a has had a pretty just sort of generally positive vibe for like 40 years too. Well, you know, and 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 I'll, I'll take it a step further. I think this team is like the bet this the LeBron era has been the best vibe like ever for the <laughs> Lakers like they don't like there's always you know in all throughout the Kobe era there was always like drama like the assumption was that they they like it was like stressful it was like a super stressful team and that they won in spite of like Kobe being a dickhead to everyone mm-hmm. right like the you know like you hear story, stories about like internal whatever and nobody likes each other these LeBron AD teams are pretty drama free. Like it's mm-hmm. a pretty chill team and then they're just good. So it works. Um, so I think that has people chipper on Lakers Twitter versus like other times when they've been good. Um, and it's a little bit more contentious. So like I could see how it's a good, yeah, it's feel, feel good time. Uh, you know, you're not, we're, we're, we're past the days of like arguing about D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, the time was good to, to 2018. I guess that's yeah, it's a LeBron sign, and that's when that account said I'm in. Um, all right. Do you want to talk a bit, little bit about uh, regular basketball real quick before we let you go? Yeah, yeah. Um, the first question I had for you is: you are an expert in pre-workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to ask you, which pre-workout do you think each MVP candidate should take down the stretch here? To oh, that's, uh, yeah. win their MVP candidacy. All right. Um, well, who who are we still considering a candidate? Okay, so we got uh, Jokic. Okay. We got Joel Embiid. It's it's fine to consider him a candidate. It doesn't matter yeah. how many get. Oh, <laughs> oh, these jackasses who won't vote for him. Oh. <laughs> um, Jokic, Embiid. And then let's throw like LeBron, Dame, Steph. Okay, all right. Right? Yeah. Is so, there? Am I missing yeah. someone obvious there? The, the, okay. And for the sake of the exercise, those are the right choices. All right. So Jokic is the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just needs to keep doing what he's doing. Like he doesn't have, he doesn't even have to have like an, another like insane performance. He just has to be Jokic, mm-hmm. regular Jokic yeah. for the rest of the season, not get hurt. So. Or something like that, just sustain, not high intensity, not as high intensity. I would go like, I would go. Oh, did you say Giannis, by the way? Oh, I did not say Giannis. Yeah, okay. I I was thinking, I was going to say Giannis anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, So Jokic needs something like, like, uh, something chill, like pre-phase. It's like good focus, Mm -hmm. but it's not like, it's something you could do like, I'll I'll do like my, uh, my more cardio and conditioning style workouts on pre-phase. Mm-hmm. It has okay. a, uh, so that one's like you know it's because he's being conservative 
What's yeah, the logo yeah. look like on Preface? Um, <laughs> the logo on Preface is like Preface is the is the least reactionary branded <laughs> workout that I use. It's not as it's pilled the most, as the other ones. It's, it's not pilled at all. It's pretty chill. It's, it's just like it's it's the most value neutral good pre workout I've ever I've ever uh, I've ever used like in terms of its branding. Um, so that's what I would go. That's what I would suggest for Jokic. Um, LeBron needs to be incredible to make up for the missed games. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he needs, he can't be conservative. He has to go all in. So I would say assassin for LeBron. Okay. Now what? Right. Explain to the listeners who don't listen to your yes. talk about this with John Wilmers on the quarantine cast. What is assassin? Okay, assassin pre-workout made by Apollon Nutrition who. The owner is a, um, and he makes another pre-workout that I'll get to later. Um, mm-hmm. But he is a former IDF and Muay Thai fighter mm-hmm. who started a supplement company. And Assassin is like, what does it make you feel like? Um, I'm gonna die, <laughs> and then like come back to life and and lift. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> So you you really the first time I took Assassin, uh-huh. um, I was working out outside and it was before I really had my gym set up nicely because it would have been like early, fairly early quarantine, like May of last year. And my heart rate was so fucking high, but I felt like I felt so good and throw a kettlebell over over like the garage. Like, <laughs> I was like and then I was and 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 st- like soreness just wasn't a thing. I was just like. It had, and I was like incredibly focused. Now, um, I guess for like normal people, a lot of people who use Assassin say it makes them fucking angry. Like the guy, <laughs> okay. the guy who reviewed this that I that I like got on, um, I saw a YouTube review of this, and that's what made me try it. Was this guy was like, this makes you fucking angry. Like I would not talk to your wife or do a business meeting after you take this. <laughs> And like I've I I will say that I've successfully talked to my wife uh on assassin on assassin okay, like that's not, good. it was it wasn't it wasn't hard I think that guy has other issues but now what's uh, the logo of assassin look like it's a fucking it's just a ninja okay. <laughs> and, and an anarchy it's a ninja and the A is an anarchy logo okay which great is, which is fucking hilarious because like the owner of this company is always bitching about Antifa on Instagram. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, so that's Assassin's logo uh, and branding, and that one is like, yeah, that's that. Like, I don't, I, I save Assassin for go mm-hmm. for it today. Like, I, I don't, I don't not, I do not take Assassin every week. All um, right. What about Embiid? What, what should he be on? I think Embiid needs to be on Dark Energy. Oh, Dark oh, Energy. Oh, okay. okay. Dark Energy is a pre-workout that has um, a banned substance in it. Oh, um, which one? <laughs> DMAA, which um, is like a fo- um They make it really easy to get all of this shit. So I don't get the, like, it's not hard to order Dark Energy. I, mm-hmm. I don't get how this is illegal. But anyway, um, <laughs> Dark Energy is fucking sick because... You get just super fucking happy. It's mm-hmm. like really, it has a 
strong mood enhancement. Mood elevation is what they call it okay. um, in the industry. Um, but it's just, it tastes good, which is not something to take for granted with pre-workouts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it tastes good, and you're just happy as fuck. Like, and you're just like, oh, man, I'm really just happy to be lifting these weights and running. Um, and and uh, that's, it's just really enjoyable. But that's one you can't. You can't go to the well too many times with that one because you get you build up a tolerance quick. Yeah. But I think um, in the in the mood elevation component that it has, like the ingredients also lend themselves really well to um, kind of pushing through pain. Like you, they have a little bit of an analgesic uh, mm-hmm. effect to them. And I think that would serve Embiid well to make sure you can finish the rest of the season without, uh, you know, playing through any kind of, you know, nagging injuries now what's the logo on dark energy look like it's like outer spacey so that one also not at all at all reactionary but i do it does lean right to me because dark energy reminds me of intellectual dark web um so it it does have some i feel like it appeals to like jordan peterson bro energy like thoughtful. Oh, that's not Dark great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you've been pushed through the pain of uh, your daughter poisoning you. <laughs> you. This is me, pro- this is me projecting that. Julian, uh, Julian it's, it's wants very... Joel Embiid on the all meat diet. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> um, now... Clean your room, Joel. <laughs> um, I would say would have to take um would have to take Excelsior. Which is easily the most um, druggy pre-workout I've ever used. That's right. like that's like the name I would probably choose going in blind for Dame. Yeah, because like Excelsior, the label is not transparent. Um, <laughs> like I don't think I I don't think I would pass a drug test, and certainly like an athlete would like. There's definitely banned substances in that one. I mean like. <laughs> Because I, right, you take Excelsior, if you take it any time past fucking, um, I don't know, any time past 10 a.m., you're not going to sleep that same. <laughs> okay. You're not going to sleep, but you you will have the fucking time of your life. It is, like, <laughs> I, and people in, like, YouTube comments talking about Excelsior, uh-huh. spec, like, I know they're joking. But they're like, uh-huh. oh, I think there's meth in there. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, so you think it's like, ha that's take it. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not going to sleep anytime soon. <laughs> and you're just fucking, like, it was just incredible. Like, you you feel, like, so happy. It's You can't, it, it really, that one is more akin to a drug. That, it's like a drug that's also good to take before you work out more than it's a It's like a limitless pill. Uh-huh. It really is. Actually, the guy in the pre-workout review compared it to the limitless pill. Um, yes. And he, he yes. Cut, in the video, in the video, he just cuts to the poster for limitless for like ten seconds as he's talking about the pre-workout. And then he drank the blood of a man who was murdered who'd just taken it. He uh, <laughs> adrenochromed a dude. Yeah. Um, they uh, but yes. So Dame needs that out of body experience, like mm-hmm. just to do un, you know, un, unprecedented. Things. But also, you want him to have a better time, so he stops writing letters to the league or whatever, right? Right, right. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's important. 
I need I need him to be limitless to not die on a screen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about Giannis? Giannis, I think hooligan because hooligan. It's actually, hooligans like assassin, right? Hooligan is made by the same guy by the same <laughs> okay. company. Um, okay. Assassin hooligan is like there's a little bit. The difference is there's more caffeine, but it's like distribute. It, they split it up. Um, I mean, they do this across all of the ones that have a lot of caffeine, which is all the ones I take. But mm-hmm. and and by a lot, I mean the chiller ones that I take are mm-hmm. 400 milligrams of caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them fall between like 350, 400 of like the like. Kind of non-beginner pre-workouts is what they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, Hooligan has 700 milligrams of caffeine. Oh, my God. That's like a lot. Assassin has 600. Okay. So Hooligan is more like, um, more like you could take Hooligan more because the caffeine distribution, like it, it just kind of lasts you throughout the day. It doesn't just all hit you like a truck, uh-huh. like, like, like Assassin. Okay, like so Assassin, if somebody. Assassin, you feel like you're getting Hooligan is high energy for a long time. So if so somebody like, was if somebody was like ODing on heroin, you'd be more likely to to like put some assassin powder in their mouth, right? Yes. To to get their heart going faster. Right. Okay. Right. Exactly. Um, hooligan is more like prolonged, and I feel like he needs to to it'll take a sustained kind of hooligan effort for Giannis to overcome voter fatigue. Uh, oh to, yeah, to, pull, to yeah. pull this thing out. Um, honestly, he could also do. They made a limited edition of Hooligan versus Assassin. So uh, does that have like thirteen hundred mi- milligrams of caffeine in it? No, it has. It just has the Hooligan dose of caffeine. So the literally, oh. so like they didn't, they didn't double the dosages. <laughs> like anything that they had the same dose on, they just matched it. So they didn't like. Uh, just uh, mix up two bottles. No, no, no. They, 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 were like thoughtful. <laughs> they were like thoughtful about it. But the nice th- the thing about Hooligan versus Assassin, um, it's Hooligan versus Assassin double impact. Um, okay. This guy, the guy who owns that company is a huge Van Damme fan. He posts about it a lot. Okay, that, uh, that's a positive, I think. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> he, um, so double impact. Um, mm-hmm. It starts off like Assassin. So it's like it feels like assassin for the first like 20 minutes to kind of get get you kicked off and then it, like the hooligan it mellows endurance yeah it mellows and then just has the sustained mm. uh, feeling of hooligan. So, so it's, it's like, like Godzilla versus Kong where they're fighting at yeah. first and then they team up. So actually maybe Giannis <laughs> would be better served taking that one so he gets so he kind of gets reclaims our attention with the with the assassin burst and then sustains uh, his performances through the rest of the season is how I would. Uh, there's somebody I forgot to ask about. What about James Harden? What should Harden James Harden do, should uh, take? Um, needs um, Alpha Lion Supreme. Excuse me? Al- Alpha <laughs> Lion Supreme. Alpha Lion Supreme. Okay. Yes. I love it. Well, um, how does that too. one make you feel? Uh, that one is a pretty consistent across the board and all of the desired effects. Like it's a, very even but i think that one um is more about the name and he needs to exert himself as the alpha and not be you know he needs to un kind of undo uncuck himself from how he like demanded a trade Mm. 
kind of do disavow the voters of, of their concerns over that show his dominance like hey look i'm the i'm the motherfucking man on this team that also has kevin durant and kyrie irving mm-hmm. i'm i'm the reason I could win a championship not these other two fucking weirdos <laughs> I'm the, not I'm, the I'm, not the i you know what i just realized you know what the weird thing about the nets is they're a spectrum of onlineness oh yes. yeah where yeah. Harden is the least online online man alive, and Durant is the most online again, again, man arrived, Durant alive. Durant somehow managed to get in on a clubhouse discussion <laughs> of a catfish in like one segment of fan Twitter. Again, a team he has never played on. And also, he's not like, from Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> And Kyrie Irving is right in the middle. He's like Kevin Durant found out about it before I did. Like before yeah. I <laughs> Like I heard about it because Kevin Durant was talking about it online. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, right? Don't you think that's fair that Kyrie yeah, Irving Ky- is right well, in Kyrie the middle like of a, Oh yeah. Kyrie Kyrie's internet like use is very like very much like a boomer. Yeah, like, uh-huh. <laughs> like YouTube documentaries and shit. And like, yeah, and just like really like weird posts, like <laughs> posting memes. Like he 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 he's a he's post like a boomer. But he doesn't post daily either, though. You know? No, it's like a yeah. burst. But like a boomer had his password. Yeah. <laughs> His son was too busy to like help him fucking recover his password or whatever. But yeah, I they are a span. And then James Harden, as Young Thug put it, doesn't have internet. Um. All right. So Alpha Lion, what for? Alpha Harden. Alpha Alpha Lion. Jesus Christ. All right. And uh, finally, what what does Steph Curry need to take? Um. Steph should take probably take this one. Uh, that I didn't finish the tub. Uh, <laughs> called called crack. Okay, and why uh, did you yep. not finish the tub of pre workout called crack? Um. Well, basically, I felt I did not feel comfortable having the <laughs> crack tub out anywhere where my wife could see it. Uh huh. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um. And I didn't finish it because. Basically, like, I had done it, I'd used it, like, three or four times and really enjoyed it, and, but in the hiding spot that I had it, some moisture got into the thing and, like, <laughs> ruined it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the shame of taking a pre-workout called crack, and, like, the funny thing is that the, the, the effects of it are not even that much, are not crackish, it's because the, the, it's produced in, like, Poland, mm-hmm. so they don't know what crack, they don't know what crack is there, they don't understand, like, they just think like, oh yeah, high stim pre workout, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like they don't, they don't, <laughs> like they don't understand. Like the the branding, for, well maybe not unlike Momofuku Milk Bar having to rename their pie because it was called Crack Pie. Yeah, they should also rename their pre workout. Yes, <laughs> they 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 they're, they're sticking with the name because they had a uh, Crack Halloween edition. Uh, so they're now doing like holiday. Uh, what wait what was what was the logo of the crack Halloween edition? Was uh, it like a it super like buff a, Frankenstein? It was like a uh, pretty 
No, it was like a black and orange uh, label with like a, you know, very like fucking stock art, like ghost cartoony kind of uh-huh. ass, like, yeah, just a little like a Casper ass ghost. Imagine if you'd taken that pre-workout before you went trick-or-treating. Yeah. You'd hit <laughs> every house. You could hit every about, house, man. What did the what does crack make you feel like? And God, that that sense. And see, why should yes. Steph take crack? <laughs> Steph Curry, uh, crack would help Steph because um, well, it was just really it was really good pre workout across the board. But the thing that stood out a lot of times these um, high stimulus lack in uh, in pump ingredients. They kind of like the pump ingredients like get your blood flow going. So like you you get that feeling when you're um, when you're lifting that like your muscles are extra extra swollen kind of and it kind of it it theoretically helps with like that having that sensation helps with mind muscle connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that 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 pre workout is popular because it you usually don't get those two things. Like usually one of them has to suffer at the expense of the other and um it makes it popular and i think um i just think steph could use that uncommon i don't really think steph has a chance to win mvp no, so i think no, you should just take no. i think you should just take crack for fun your team has to actually have a <laughs> winning record to, to win mvp i think <laughs> yes so is there now is is there a pre-workout that will make him stop passing to andrew wiggins and kent Bazemore for wide open layups when the game is on the line um, <laughs> pretty much, I think uh, probably all of them except for pre-phase. I feel like okay, pre-phase, good. Pre-phase, pre-phase is like the 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 normal per the most normal person pre-workout I take. There's there there's like there's so many crazy ones. Like I've shown you guys some of them, but like yeah, like Leatherface is the mm-hmm. I think Leatherface is the most upsetting one. <laughs> no, wasn't uh, there one called like waterboarding? No, no, they're all. Like, no, 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 there wasn't like total. There's one called Total War, That's um, true. <laughs> and then there's one called. Um, there's like a. I mean, there are a few that are like insane. Like, are there any ones with the Blue Lives Matter? Yeah, is there any ones with the Blue Lives Matter Punisher skull on it as the logo? No, no none that. For example, like Hooligan, the first Hooligan like mm-hmm. edition was called Stand Your Ground. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and they got rid of that. Yeah. Um they 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 stopped calling it um but they all like yeah, you, you go on Instagram and it's funny cuz the the hooligan assassin guy who like um you know, was like complains about Antifa on Instagram. Fuck it and loves Van Damme. Um he uh he posts like movie reviews. Like Greg Turkington, dude. <laughs> like it's so fucking weird. Like these are the these are the weirdest people. And they, you know, I feel bad because I like I started following him. I mean, fuck him, he's a reactionary. But I feel bad. I feel bad for the fitness people because they all lost their mind during COVID. Right. Because like all their businesses are failing and it sucked. Actually, you know, I feel bad for them on on that regard. But they like there's the, just the 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 posting that these people did over the last year has been insane. Mm. All right, Julian. Um. Wait, can Sean, we ask him one more thing? I was going to ask, Sean, is there one more thing you want to ask, Julie? I would like to talk about the NBA's uh, last, mo- most recent edition of Strip Club Violence. Yeah. So, 
I think we got to say move over Indiana Pacers, take a seat, uh, Club Rio in Indianapolis. The Houston Rockets are the NBA's uh, new king of strip club fights, right? Yeah, I mean, you had a strip club fight during a pandemic. I mean, that's hard to top that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think in the spirit of uh, the what James Harden's uh, paid leg breakers did to Moses Malone Jr. Allegedly. uh, Here's what happened. So. This is from somehow a report that um, Shams was involved in reporting. Mm hmm. So. um. The 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 Rockets had played Orlando on Sunday, and then I guess the team stayed in Coral Gables and not Miami proper mm-hmm. to try to discourage the people from going. Coral Gables is where um the oh no I, I I guess never mind I'm not really sure Coral Gables is a suburb of Miami, um which was supposed to discourage them from going out because they were playing the Heat on Monday night. Uh, what is, has been referred to as a handful of players went out to a strip club. Um, mm-hmm. It's not clear who these players were. Because, you know who is on uh, the notable list of uh, Coral Gables? Uh, weirdly, Sean? Is it uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? No, it's Thurston Moore, singer-songwriter and guitarist. <laughs> He's Sonic from Youth. Coral Gables. Oh, I don't know, man. Anyway, just keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So apparently... We don't know who was involved besides the people we know who actually got injured because apparently team officials have quietly told a few players not to respond to league inquiries on the matter, a.k.a. snitches get stitches from Tillman Fertitta, who will who will don't, cut your throat and talk, stab but, your throat. But also don't talk to the cops anyway. Don't talk, yeah, I mean, actually, that's great yeah. advice. And the NBA is cops. Um so the strip club they went to was called uh, the Booby Trap. The full name was the Booby Trap. The Booby Trap, Trap on, on the, the river. river. On the river. Yeah. Um, and I guess I don't. I still don't really understand how this happened. Sterling Brown was leaving the strip club, and he went into the wrong sprinter van on the way out. I guess the Heat had a sprinter van that was going to take him back to the hotel. He went into the wrong one. There were three guys inside, Sterling Brown. They started yelling back and forth, and then all three of them jumped him and hit him over the head with a bottle. Yeah, this is, a uh, like, legit scary. Uh... Yeah, like, like getting hit over the head with a bottle, like, you actually, you can die, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it sounds like he got, like, beat up pretty badly, too, because he, uh, according to one source, said, quote, his face is jacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kevin Porter Jr. jumped in to protect Brown. This was actually interesting that Kevin Porter Jr. was not really the cause of this at all, apparently. Considering how many violent altercations he's been in with women <laughs> yeah. recently. Yeah. Well, that's because yeah. it was yeah. all men. He yeah, was yeah. just trying to break up the <laughs> yeah. fight here. Um, and he apparently also got beat up, but not so much. He, he still played in the game. Yeah. Uh, whereas Sterling Brown went to the hospital and supposedly has lacerations all over his body. Like, yeah, it's bad. It sounds like he got stabbed, but like Sterling Brown is a he got is, stabbed has, is really sad. It bums me out. Um, but also, uh, like, you know, he also got beat up by the police in he got Minneapolis. Beat up by the, yeah. 
Yeah, for parking in the handicap space. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, that's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a ticket offense, Joey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially late at night. Mm-hmm. Also, not really a big deal at 1 a.m., I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this was basically a pretty crazy story. Um, but weirdly, like, very insignificant to the NBA season as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the Rockets are just kind of tanking. Um, but I still kind of feel like they could maybe uh, like stonewall the investigation and piss off the NBA enough that like uh, they end up falling to like six in the draft because the NBA is like no fucking way did they get a top four pick after this. I mean, Tillman is just cursed, dude. Like, <laughs> well, you know, what I mean, the, the, the family fortune does basically come from uh, running brothels in Galveston, Texas. So in a way, it's like, you know, the sins of the father revisited. <laughs> <on> the, <past laughs> the sins of the motherfucker. Yeah, the sins of the motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also, like, it's just funny that the season began with the Houston Rockets, everybody learning about uh, the James Harden-led culture of, uh, like, scheduling road trips around partying and strip clubs. And then it turns out, like, that that doesn't seem to hurt a team very much. You know what I mean? Like, like Brooklyn does not seem to be having any trouble with that. Uh, no, it's, it's wild to reflect on, like, how, like, where the Rockets are right now, <laughs> like, versus... With the less Alexander on the team, like the less, you uh-huh. know, like how, like at that point when they sold the team, I didn't, I, I thought, I thought the Rockets were just gonna be good, like always, like I thought mm-hmm. that Maury, Maury would just keep turning over the team, you know. Now it almost for, seems like forever. maybe they'd move, maybe they'll, maybe they'll move to right. say like Tillman could destroy them that badly. Right, I was like, oh, it's the best like run team, or I, 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 you know, other than the Warriors, like the Rockets are the best run team best franchise in the West was kind of where I was at. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was, and it was like just a, a they just made the playoffs every year too. Yeah. Like even in the, even in the non contender things, it was like, well, they're the, they're the five seed this year. And mm-hmm. now it's like, yeah, they, they might be sold at auction if things break <laughs> wrong. Yeah, um, it's pretty, pretty wild. All right. Um, before we leave, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, how do you want to describe what's about to happen next? Um, we have a podcast uh, in, within a podcast uh, uh-huh. here called Slammed Up, hosted yeah. by uh, Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're, we're, we, we unfortunately locked in a 17-year yeah. contract um, with these guys. They're analytics experts. They're cap experts. But I don't think that's what they want to talk about now. They... I got an excited phone call from Brett demanding we let him go live on this new episode. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I guess, but I don't think he knows how podcasts work or going live works because this is not live. Anyway, I don't know. Here's whatever. They sent us an MP3 and said (laughs) that's them going, by definite, anyway. Anyway, here is... Brett and Randy's slammed up live. I, I don't even know what to call it. Anyway, uh, here's Brett and Randy. 
This is Slam Up with Brett Sampson and Randy Ludu. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Slammed Up Basketball Podcast. Uh, the this only is an podcast. edition of the Slammed Up Basketball Podcast. We are going live, Brett. Well, well I mean, it's... you. Uh, we're going on a live webcast. We're going live to uh, address some rumors that have been happening. Uh it's been it's been uh, a flurry of accusations and uh, rumors and uh, some unfair characterizations that have been flying on Twitter. People are being very unfair. Uh, I've been it's, defending it's been, you all night. It's been on it's been on Parlor. It's been on. Uh, I saw some some stuff about it on Clubhouse. I've uh, been on Hello. All mm-hmm. night defending you. Uh-huh. Uh, Orkut. There's been some scandals in the uh, Google social media site, primarily used in uh, Brazil and Northern Ireland. Weibo? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some... Uh, my MySpace page has been seen a flurry of attacks uh, throughout the entire evening, and uh, I thought it was important that we go live within the uh, greatly inferior... Round Ball Rock podcast to uh, talk about these rumors uh, that are flying. But first, you sound down, Brett. I do, but you need uh, to be up to defend yourself. Well, I do, but first we need to talk about. Uh, before I start defending ourselves, let's talk about one of our sponsors for going live. Uh, this is a new sponsor for Slammed Up, and it's called True Shooting Percentage in. Donuts, uh, because okay, look, Randy, I like donuts, I enjoy donuts, but uh, everyone is going nuts about these Dunkin' Donuts, and honestly, you have got to look at the whole operation of the restaurant. The coffee, it's fine, a couple of grounds in it, usually step up from a gas station urn, but this is not gourmet. Okay, let's look at the breakfast sandwiches, and I hope you can hear it in my voice, Randy, but I put vocal air quotes around sandwich. If you have one of these sandwiches for breakfast, I can tell you what you're having at lunchtime, Randy. What is it's, that? It's diarrhea. That's why we've got two true shooting, shooting percentage in donuts. They're well-rounded. Their coffee is a uh, nice balanced blend of flavors, so even when it's getting cold, it brings a lot to the table, by which I mean... A shot of CBD in every single serving. Uh, let's look at the food. There's cronuts. There's uh, bear claws. The most efficient, big, good, hands down. And they've even got danishes, which is both my favorite kind of breakfast pastry and prostitute. And these donuts are so moist, you don't even have to dunk them. Just lay them into your mouth like you've eaten there before. You can enjoy them outside or inside, and you will never throw them down. Uh, you can get a baker's dozen of true shooting percentage in donuts for the price of a dozen with promo code rookie of the year Facundo Campazzo. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time. All the time. I love that little guy. All right. True shooting percentages. It's true shooting percentage in donuts because Duncan is overrated. BP. Mm-mm good. All right. Uh, have to pay the bills here, but, uh, 
All right. Well, this is this is what the podcast room is. As you know, Randy, I have been hosting a side podcast, a podcast mm-hmm. outside a podcast inside a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I can just say this. It's with uh, Brian Colangelo's wife, Barbara Bottini. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she is uh, she is the wife of former NBA GM executive of the year, Brian Colangelo. Uh, she's uh, you know, she I. I have been also online dating her besides her being my podcast host uh, behind the mask back of my mistress and my common law wife. I, I completely uh, admit that. But, uh, but have you been dating her? Is it her? Well, I mean, it's an online relationship. I have what no have reason. People, what have people discovered about her, Brett? Well, I mean, it seems like some of the photos seem like they are uh, inconsistent. Maybe they have been photoshopped a little bit and uh you know i mean i i do not know her from uh she's never been at the sloan conference she's never been at uh nba summer league she's never been uh to the rental property she's never been to uh hedonism two or three uh but you know we do have a podcast together i mean randy you're familiar with a basketball uh which is an analytic and italian look at uh, basketball, we we talk about a lot of great stuff on there. Uh, you know, I mean, we 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 talk about keeping your pasta dry, obviously. Well, do uh, you want to play important. a clip? Oh yeah, let's let's play a clip from 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 a basketball. Brett's landson is a landlord, a proud libertarian, a disbarred attorney. CEO of many mid-level marketing schemes, a cap space freak, a phrenologist, and the only person to sneak into the VIP section of the OGI's wide shut is based on. Barbara Bottini is the beautiful Italian wife of former Philadelphia 76ers GM Brian Coangelo, creator of many Twitter burner accounts, hater of Sam Hinkey and connoisseur of very normal collars. This podcast is a love story. They love the nation of Italy, its basketball players, but most importantly, each other. This is A Basket A Ball. So, uh, yeah, Barbara, that's why Andrea Bargnani is uh, an underrated top pick because of his efficiency from the outside. As you know, uh, centers are terrible and, uh, you know, the, the Raptors made a good investment in that pick. Barbara, what do you think? It's a me, Barbara Babatini, and I got to say, you've got to do another bite of the spicy Amita ball. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very important. We uh we talk about it all the time, right? Oh, you. the other thing we talk about is uh, keeping your pasta dry. Hey, it's really important to keep your pasta dry. You don't want to boil it uh, too soon. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, one thing that uh, we do have to know, if you're keeping your pasta dry, you're you're eating fewer carbs and that, uh, carbs, and that keeps you uh, a little leaner, I would say. A body, a coma position. Oh, that's true. Oh, oh, and you know what? I've got a, I've got a, Barbara. I got to cut you off. We got to, we got to pay the bills a little bit. We got an ad for uh, a basketball. Our new sponsor on a basketball is a very exciting restaurant for a very exciting star. It'll be at one on the wrong side of twenty-seven, and thus riding the one-way water slide to the grave. 
It's called Danilo Gallinari's Gallon of Dinner, and it is an exciting innovation in fine Italian dining. Uh, Barbara, have you ever been to an Italian restaurant and you just can't decide between all of those delicious choices? I well, have a, I have a never been to a restaurant. I'm only three inches tall. Oh, I well, mean, I... I'm a normal a woman size. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Uh, I've seen the photos, and you are here quite a normal woman. Uh, well, at uh, DGGOD, uh, that's short for Danilo Garlinari's Gallon of Dinner, you don't have to pick because they'll take all of your choices and throw them together in a plastic one-gallon bucket from Home Depot. One, ent- one entree, two entrees, three entrees, it literally doesn't matter. They'll start loading pasta, meatballs, marinara sauce, and Parmesan cheese into that bucket until they hit the gallon limit. And uh, do you like red wine, Barbara? I believe a normal size a woman can drink a normal amount of a red wine. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, at Danilo Gallinari's, I don't know if it's a normal amount, but you're getting a gallon of it. Although you can also get the Suicide, which is uh, one cup each of 16 different wines served in just one bucket. Uh, One warning about this restaurant. Gallinari ate here for a week in 2018 and immediately strained his gluteal muscle uh, shitting. Uh, so you can, if your first visit at, uh, DGGOD, you can get a free five pound brick of breadsticks with promo code Mamma Mia. It's uh, so good. Uh, try it today. Uh, Danilo Gallinari's Gallon of Dinner, Arrivederci Hunger. Okay, so, uh, that's, that's all we were talking about. Uh, and now let's talk about, uh, the, you know, one of our, favorite players i i i have to say it's uh pablo prigioni Ooh, i love a pablo i love a pablo prigioni i mean now oh he's uh true a shooting percentage is not so uh, good but um his cap number is very low yeah that that that's very that's very true and i think he would have been a more effective player from uh for the uh you know Los Angeles Clippers and the Houston Rockets if uh there hadn't been so many other uh record scratch players i mean uh Mario Lonza uh long playing 48 record scratches one thing i will say about him is he is uh, so old he might as well be dead <laughs> you got that right <laughs> so He's i like don't undead. love him for that oh. he's an undead corpse but so, but I love him because I am very clearly an Italian woman. I mean, the, the, the pictures don't lie. It's like uh, Sophia Loren and, uh, you know, uh, 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 Guy Fieri had a, had a beautiful daughter. I'm literally stunned. Uh, I I just can't believe that this is happening. And uh, you know what? I, I I will say this. Uh, obviously, Randy, I've catfished before. Uh, mm-hmm. You remember I Several had the times. I had uh, an an extended fake relationship with uh, Jimmer Fredette. Uh, it was very easy. I just sent him 
uh, pictures of ankles and uh, did a lot of online dirty talk about uh, holding hands because I didn't believe he could be an NBA prospect and I wanted him to uh, leave and go to China and hopefully uh, catch the Chinese virus. Uh, that was ultimately unsuccessful, but uh, you know, but th- this is not a catfish. I, I, I truly believe that this was Brian Colangelo's Italian wife, who I was, I was cuckolding a two-time NBA executive of the year. And I mean, I, I know catfishing. You know why? You remember when I catfished uh, Donald Fisher, you're Donald only, Serling. You're the only person I know who's ever catfished someone in real life. Mm-hmm. And that is, of course, I mean by stealing a dead man's identity. That and is that true. man's name, Brett Slamson. Brett Slamson. Yes, he was uh, he died. He died at birth, but uh, he still had a valid Social Security number. And that is why I am completely uh, above the law. Um, you know, I, I did catfish Donald Sterling to get compromat on Billy Crystal. Uh, that's why he has done so much uncredited punch up on my patter. That's why my patter is so witty uh that's why i sang that medley of show tunes with lyrics about matthew delavadova and lamarcus aldridge before the 2015 playoffs i mean i've made no pretensions about that but i'm not catfishing here that's a very important thing you have been catfished i have been the catfished this time i am the, the catfish become the fisherman there's what? a there's a hook in my neck and it, it appears to be an italian worm and it's it's uh, it's pretty difficult. But uh, before I keep apologizing, we've got to talk about another sponsor. Uh, it's a new app called Locker Room Talk. Now, uh, as you know, Randy and I have done a series of prog- programs on the uh, Locker Room app. There's our 2031 draft preview show, of course, our uh, Inside the NBA after show, Outside NBA, Inside the NBA Insiders. And, of course, uh, Dogecoin for Dummies, which uh, Elon Musk once derisively subtweeted. But, uh, but uh, it's going to... It's, I'm it is sorry, going. I mean, uh, it's going to the moon! Wait, wait no, wait, it's, uh, it's the moon! The moon! Going to the yeah, moon! Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to the moon, Randy, obviously. I don't know why I slipped into that accent. No, I mean, I mean, you were probably just so excited about Dogecoin, which is, uh, you know, just the the currency of the future. Uh, I was not at all worried that maybe you were gonna do a podcast with someone else and leave me forever. So I created an online identity of a totally normal human woman that is married to a leather-faced man. I did not do that at all. No, no, I mean, and he. Why would I even do that? No, no, no. I mean, she she loves a man who who wears a smaller collar, Randy. Like that's. It wouldn't make any sense. Uh, all right, but uh, continuing with this ad, uh, as my good friend Glenn Greenwald so eloquently said, the mass media will censor any dissident speech that goes against their agenda, and uh, women should not be journalists or have jobs at all. And there's just some topics that the Pulitzerati won't touch, which is why I'd like to introduce our new X-rated sports discussion app, and it is called Locker Room Talk. Uh, now, this was de- developed by my good friend, Steve Bannon. I helped put together his bid to buy the Seinfeld reruns as a, as a lawyer. Uh, well, I mean, technically, Brett Slamson as a lawyer, but uh, we, we won't get into that right now. Uh, I was also a silent partner in the We Build the Wall campaign. Very lucrative. Now, Locker Room Talk lets you talk like men talk in a locker room, where you can talk about banging a married woman like Barbara Bettini. Uh, grabbing anyone by their genitals. It could be any gender. We don't discriminate on locker room talk. And of course, our country's shameful immigration policies. But if you want to call Doris Burke a see you next Tuesday, that's completely fine. 
on Locker Room Talk, even encouraged. If you want to talk someone, that's fine. If you want to organize a revolt against the uh, the Fat Cats in the NBA office in Seacoggins, New Jersey, that's totally fine. There are no language restrictions, no big brother looking over your shoulder, and absolutely no security for your personal information or metadata. Now, you can get a one-year subscription to Locker Room Talk for just $69. Randy, that's the uh, mutual oral sex number. Uh, with promo code D'Angelo Russell outs your adultery on film. Uh, that's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time, and we've, we've sent many subpoenas about this. Locker Room Talk. Shut up, bitch. That's, uh, that's their slogan. I wasn't talking to you, Randy, obviously. Uh, and again, I just want to say that I, I am a victim here. I am not catfishing. Uh, I have catfished before. I just want to make before. it perfectly mm-hmm. clear. Brett Slamson is not a clout chaser. No, a I'm... skirt chaser, maybe, but not a clout chaser. No, I've got. I've, O'Shea I've got... Jackson, he would never invent uh, Brian Colangelo's wife being missing today to get a retweet from you. Mm-hmm. I want I mean... to make that very clear, O'Shea Jackson. I know you're listening. Mm-hmm. And I, I did, I. I appreciate the retweet. I obviously I, I appreciate the retweet from Warren G's son, and I wish him the best of luck in the upcoming NFL draft. And I also appreciate the uh, retweet from uh, our our good friend uh, Scout with Brian. He had to do it on Parlor, but I I like that he was uh you know Brian Oranger. Thank you for looking out for the safety of Barbara Bettini. Now um and again I I'll admit I have catfished before. I uh I once pretended. That uh, I tricked Brian Windhorst into believing I was Anderson Farishow's, uh sister in Brazil. It was not sexual. I want that to be very clear. Brian is faithful to his wife. He was just looking for some tariff-free corona powder, and I, I leveraged that into learning uh, what kind of soup that uh, J.R. Smith threw on an assistant coach. Um, uh, what I want to ask, though, Brett, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. so what they very carefully what the internet has latched onto discovering this catfished account by Barbara Botini mm-hmm. is uh the proportions on her body are very um wrong almost as if a person who made them does not know the proportions of a human a normal sized human mm-hmm. like there are pictures of her where her hands are very way too small for a human's body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how did you not notice this? Well, I mean, we we originally That's what the started. People want to know. Well, I mean, I I I have to say that uh, as we know and as we've discussed on the podcast that I've I have a body type that is what's known as a elongated scarecrow. Uh, some people call it a uh, a taffy pole scary skeleton. Uh, that's been called before. Um. Uh, a sentient willow tree with demon eyes and uh, the hands of a wood chipper. Uh, that's what I've been called before. Uh, some people referred my frame as a ramshackle windmill that's been tossed by a hurricane and ravaged by the winds of time and also possibly a, uh, a pillar of salt just crashed against it in some kind of biblical punishment, One time I probably heard a t- for his adultery. Mm-hmm. One time I heard it too. I was out with you. I was in your pocket as we mm-hmm. sometimes right. do. Yeah. You write in the front pocket. It's, it's yeah. much like the movie her. And which I still, of- I still have a pending lawsuit against uh, Spike Jones and Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, one of the yeah, many lawsuits I have against him. Your sex, scene with, your 
sex scene with the phone was very different from their sex scene with the phone. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, look, uh, Hollywood's just not ready for that. But uh, yeah, what, what were you saying, Randy? I'm oh, sorry. I was saying I was out one time in your front pocket and mm-hmm. a uh, entire cross country, high school cross country team ran by. And then they ran by again, and they stopped, and they surrounded you, and just started screaming, "Shut up, Ichabod!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, dead, 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 as if I, I were uh, a victim of the headless horseman. Yeah, and uh, and you know, when in my high school yearbook, I was voted uh most likely to have been the product of a child's uh pipe cleaner sculpture, uh, grown flesh. So I I have heard those things before, um, but no, honestly, really, the reason is uh, I didn't just meet Barbara from the the profile photos you wrote. We actually have had a relationship for a while. Uh, I met her when she was actually uh, catfishing the world with uh, a little account called Eric Jr. Uh, she and I found some common ground with our dislike of Joel Embiid. Uh, far too slow to play the center position. Obviously, as you and I know, the most ideal center in the league is, uh, you know, offensive efficiency leader, DJ Augustin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to yep. play small. You got to spread the floor. Uh, and our mutual disdain for that uh, really just grew and grew. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I started uh, communicating and then eventually the lid was blown off and I could, I could, I could sense the feminine energy in those tweets. It wasn't a surprise to me that Eric Jr. was actually a female. I'm just, uh, I have an uncanny sense for picking up gender, which as you know, Randy is an absolute thing. God given at birth cannot change at any point. But here's, here's the question that I and the rest of the internet have for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, How did you start recording a podcast with a woman that is not, a woman at all or does not exist or whatever um like how did you not know that i mean they pitched her voice down and it sounds like a totally normal voice mm-hmm. well it uh, sounds I... like this hey albert it's a me randy i mean a barbara i love you so much oh of course albert uh, i am uh, italian i swear and also a woman of normal size. So how did you fall? What happened there? I mean, I listen to that. That that sounds like a, a beautiful woman. It sounds authentically Italian. I'll have a more full answer after we hear from our next sponsor. Uh, the next week we this week we are welcoming a new sponsor. It's uh, KAT Fish, the seafood restaurant from Carl Anthony Towns. Now, this is a great player who's wasted in Minnesota on a team that really should be 15 games better or 10 games worse, and he just needs to be dealt somewhere while the Timberwolves tank for the next seven to eight years. But his restaurant is really something special. Now, it's one of the most beautiful menus I've ever seen, but here's the catch. You know, the the catch, <laughs> the seafood, <laughs> someone should make a joke about that. Uh, the catch you is... You are so funny, Brett. I would leave my husband, Brian Colangelo, for you at the drop of a hat. I'm sorry, what What did you say, Randy? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, well, the catch is, the pictures on the menu do not indicate the real piece of seafood that you're getting. You think you're getting one thing, but what arrives on your plate must be a much larger fish, or a 
different species of fish altogether or, you know, a vegetable or a sad Lakers blogger with a whole lot of excuses. You just never know what you're going to get at KAT Fish. And uh, like Carl Anthony himself, there is no defense against this unpredictability. Uh, Randy, when I went there, I thought, well, I should pick the specialty, soft-shells crab, which is just like uh, KT, KAT in the post. And you know what arrived? A nude photo of Ryan Yawn Sanders. It is a wild ride at this place. I That's the wildness I like. And actually, uh, from what I've read on Yelp, if you're spending a lot of time with uh, KAT fish, uh, you most likely will get crabs. Uh, that's what happens when you spend a lot of time with catfish. Uh, there's a great boat trash special. Randy, you know I like trash from the wharf. Just ask my common-law wife. Oh, uh, look, in the spirit of the Timberwolves, every dinner order for the rest of the NBA season is like a lottery draw, which means that many of the fish will have ping-pong balls inside of them. But if you act now, you can get a free dessert through the end of the NBA season with promo code Ricky Rubio is a communist. It's easy to remember. We talk about it on the podcast all the time. Catfish. Someone in your family is going to die. So that's uh, it's a unique slogan, but uh, I really believe in that. Um, all right. So um, so what are you saying? I I this was obvious. I should have I should have known that something well, was happening. I just I don't mean, even understand. I mean, she was clearly running that fake Eric Jr. account. Who else would have the motivation to to just defend Brian Colangelo? And uh, it would have to be somebody's. I mean, the only other possible explanation, Randy, is that someone had set it up and made her a patsy, a woman that apparently might not exist, just in a way to embarrass Brian Colangelo. I mean, I I can't even imagine that if he, unless they somehow. They must- Sam Hinkie and analytics. Right, they must have maybe are a brilliant but yet small mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, they must have just wanted the process to go on forever and just keep right. losing and acquiring yeah. pick after pick. And I mean, maybe I mean, also it would have to be someone have, that was. I that have was so no s- idea who it could be. And somebody who was so small that they thought Brian Colangelo's collars were normal size i just can't imagine wait a second randy Look, the greatest trick sam hinky ever played was convincing the world that eric jr didn't exist just think about that randy i think i know who it is who it's earl boykins he is pretty small. And it's Earl Boykins. Uh, it's because I put him uh, 37th on my redraft list. Uh, he must have been incredibly angry about that. And also, I have seen Earl Boykins' ankles, and they are fetching. Look, all I'm going to say is I think that whoever did this to you had your best intentions in mind, and maybe they... Um, just didn't want to see you go anywhere else. They wanted you to be here inside of a podcast, inside of a podcast, inside of a dollhouse with them forever. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm going to keep investigating this, Randy, because uh, this uh, this will not stand. This will I, not stand. It is and, weird. Uh, I will say it is weird that you thought Barbara Botini 
a human-sized woman in one of these pictures. She's standing in a thimble. Mm-hmm. And wearing wearing what now I now looks like a, a wig fashioned from perhaps mm-hmm. uh, a child's toy mop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't also, know also, I it's know. it's weird that she's she's standing next to a penny as if for mm-hmm. scale, <laughs> and it 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 goes up to her to her uh, to her armpits, and also uh, somehow somehow whoever this catfish is somehow learned my deepest sexual desires, my fetishes, things that I barely whisper to anyone except on this very podcast when I get. Uh, too excited during an ad read or the mm-hmm. trade deadline or, you know, it, when, when Mercury all, is really. in, in retrograde yeah. or, yeah, or pretty horny. Whenever the wind blows. Um, anyway, we'll never find the catfish, but we swear it wasn't Brett. It so wasn't stop, Brett. Stop getting mad at, if, I mean, let's be honest, they can get mad at Brett because you're not really Brett, you know what I mean? But I mean, yeah, 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 denounce, uh, Brett slams it, and again, please note the verbal air quotes I'm making. Uh, Brett slams it from Duluth, Minnesota, who is definitely did not die at birth and have his identity stolen by someone who uh, maybe secretly emigrated here uh, from possibly um, an Eastern European nation that will not be named right now, but possibly rhymes with uh, Golbova. All right, well that's uh that's a great episode of Slammed Up. I feel much better. We have really cleared the air. Uh definitely check us out. Uh we will be Twitch streaming. Uh later we'll be playing uh Oh, uh, we were kicked off of Twitch. Oh, we were kicked off of Twitch. We will be uh first those things you said last time. Right. Uh that 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 rhymed with uh No, don't say it here. We'll kick us off Bo- there. Well, it rhymed with Boobenix. Uh, but you can see me. Uh, we will be pro- we will be protesting uh, outside the Ohio State House. We'll with be on their... Frank. We're gonna be on Frank. Remember? We're gonna be on Frank. Mike Lindell's uh, social media. Oh, absolutely. We'll be on Frank. Uh, I actually do not use his pillows because I sleep uh, hanging upside yeah. down right now because of what's going on with my back right now. There's a lot of stress going on, and also I have seven. Uh, extra vertebrae that a normal human doesn't have, but we'll be on Frank. We'll be on, uh, I think you and I are both going to be on a Gutfeld panel next mm-hmm. week. And, uh, also, uh, please sign up for my Telegraph, uh, Substack. I was too hot for Substack, but I will be sending out my weekly diatribe slash manifestos via Morse code. So, uh, you can sign up at your local Western Union. And, uh, Randy, do you have anything you want to plug? Down with all catfish! They're bad! Stop tricking people! Yeah, they're bad. I'll never work with a catfish again. Never, ever. All right, back to you, Sean and Joey. Uh, well, that was upsetting, um, as always. Yeah, uh, I, that... I, one of the worst. Uh-huh. Um, but that's also our episode. Uh, Julian, is there anything you would like to plug? No. Not at all. <laughs> what about your Twitter account? Oh, you just, yeah. Do you want more followers? Yeah. yeah uh, and and uh, follow. Uh, I can't even remember. Is it? Is it? It's at the Charizone. Yeah, I uh, think yeah. it's at the Charizone. Yeah, your your well, yeah. well, your well, your you Stan fo- Chera Photoshop account. Yes. Next time <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. If you follow the Juice Manji account, the next time some asshole dies, uh, 
they, I will retweet the Cherizone account, and then you can follow that one. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the Cherizone though. Hold on. I think it's. I think it's. It might just be Cherizone. It's uh, at Stan Cherizone. Okay. <laughs> okay at Stan Cherizone. Great. Um, Sean, anything you want to plug? Um, you know what? Uh, yeah, check out my my show on Friday night. Uh, oh, this is up on the uh, 23rd, huh? Yeah. Anyway, it's self-care comedy at 7 o'clock. It's a fun lineup. Um, did you write a song? I did. Um, this is, in honor of the theme of our episode, this is a song about um, notable catfishing victim uh, Chris Birdman Anderson. And it's just called, uh, it's a David Bowie song called Birdman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where seven hours ago I tweeted, I have a feeling hashtag Dogecoin is going to be a good boy this weekend at Dogecoin. So sell your Dogecoin before oh this weekend. God. That is That's... not not uh, not financial. It's not investing, but, yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it is it is plunging right now. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's all go live, baby. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> fly. There was a player named Cassandra. And on the net he made a special friend Turned out he was scammed by some mean Canadians The girl he visited was underage The nuggets dropped him in an angry rage But her fake ID said that she was 25 There's a bird man soaring in the sky. He'd like to dunk the basketball, but he needed 30 tries. There's a bird man, his head is really high. He told us not to use bed, they'll suspend you if you try. He told me, don't let the children use it. Don't let the children lose it. Don't trust the kids with boogie. That was a gap Still got picked first in the very first deep league draft Hops like a kangaroo and like a giraffe Spolstra and Wade knew that his blocks were sick Didn't care that hackers said they'd publish his dick pics And he won a ring when Bosch rebounded LeBron's brick There's a bird man, he wasn't a bad guy He got exonerated, but the cops wouldn't say why There's a bird man, got tattoos on his thighs He won a big three title with Big Baby
jacket There's a bird man Soaring in the sky He'd like to dunk the basketball But he needed 30 tries There's a bird man His head is really high He told us not to use birds They'll suspend you if you try He told me Don't let the children use it Don't let the children lose it Don't trust the children with boogie Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.